I mean, I will admit, I do have my anxiety portion of it, but you got to flip it around and make it excitement instead. <laughs> yeah. How do you flip it around? I mean, do you have a routine before you go on stage because you are nervous? Well, usually um, I always say this to everybody. I'm like, fake it till you make it, man. <laughs> like you got to push and push and push. Like I'll be freaking out so hard. But once I'm on the stage, I'm like a little bit dissociated, but I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do it. And yeah. then. Once I'm in it, like once I start singing, once I start moving, it's like, it's nothing to me. I'm like used to it. You yeah. Know? Cause you're like, supposed to be there. Yeah. Like yeah. if you keep doing it, no matter how scared you feel, eventually you're going to be comfortable. You're going to be like, damn, like I really do love doing this. I love yeah. like the people around me, like do the people enjoy it. Like watching people smiles on their face, like makes me happy too, you know? Yeah, so I absolutely. think that kind of just betters the situation. And that kind of goes for anything you do in your life. If you're like helping people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eat off the crowd. Right. Yeah. And we've heard that. We've definitely heard that same thing from other musicians that we have had on where, you know, the nerves are there until you hit the stage and because that's where you're supposed to be and that's what you're born to do. Boom. You know, exactly. you're good to go because you're doing your thing. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Let's get this started before one of the most beautiful ladies we've had on. I'm going to say that about everyone, but one of the most beautiful ladies we've had on comes on. Um, <laughs> so first Each one prettier than the next. First of all, last. let me address the elephant in the room. Oh, boy. Uh, my beard is gone for the most part. Oh, I was talking about thought you were talking about yourself. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> and transition it's, boy. And it's I'm not transitioning. I'm losing weight for fuck's sake. I'm gonna say, but transition. I, wanna, I mean, like, how much weight would you actually lose? I want to give the real reason why this beard is gone. Gotcha, and it's Max Solomon's fault. Oh, geez. So the first thing you need to do, shave that beard. You'll lose a pound. I said, <laughs> fair enough. Let's do her. <laughs> a pound is a pound, motherfucker. There you go. I'm fighting for my life. Um, fighting for my life. So no, actually, it would look. I'm gonna. Yeah, it looked weird after my last trim. I'm sorry. You know who who I'm talking to. I'm sorry, but I didn't like it. So I said, fuck it. Instead of going back and having it fixed, because that would take work, I just went to the bathroom and shaved it off. So you did the final trim yourself. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so now I know. Look at But you can see my shirt. And so, yeah, I mean, it was getting long where you couldn't <laughs> see the sh top of the shirt anymore. And I got a UC Santa Cruz banana slugs. Sure. And I'm going to tell you what right now, you haven't told you this. I haven't told you this. I haven't told you this. Wow, exclusive. Exclusive. The first comment in our comments on this episode that identifies what movie made this shirt famous. I'll send you a shirt. Not this shirt. <laughs> I want a bar shirt. Touch his shirt. A cocktails. Oh, right about there. A cocktails with dimples in the beard shirt. Oh, so that'd be. Dimples in the used to be beard. So do it. So. This is early in the episode. Semi-beard. You, you've got to already be or still watching because the beautiful lady hasn't come on yet. So maybe, but maybe you skipped over this part. Anyway, fast forward. Yeah. If you can tell me in the comments, first person in the comments to tell me what movie made this shirt famous, he'll send you a shirt. May not be the right size shirt, but we'll send you one. Oh, we'll ask. I mean, if you're like a super fucking fatty like me and you need a 3X, we're, we don't have any of those. But... We don't. We have one more. One double X large left. Double X. But we'll get more. We'll get more. We'll get our. That's what we do. We'll get our peeps on that. Flying right off. So yeah, tonight was night. I mean, when this is obviously when this comes out, it, it will have happened long ago. But tonight was my first official Max Solomon workout. So if we skip, we jockey the episodes. I could it, go from skinny to fat. <laughs> or I mean, from fat to skinny, back to fat. Yeah, beard up, down. Right. That would be great. And um, great. talking about week. I got to tell you, if we didn't uh, Week number whatever, and then. Right. So I, yeah, tonight was the first one and I hurt. Uh, I could barely walk up the studio steps. So I'm not very, very happy with Max Solomon right now. Thank you, Max. I'm fucking hungry because I'm on a caloric deficit. Oh, but have some tequila. I just, is it? Oh yeah, that's right. We can have tequila. Tequila's a, yeah. Um, I'm sorry if Matt... I mean, obviously the sugar shit mixed in the margarita. Shh, 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 shh. 
Sorry, Mac, if you're watching this, but I, I have a job to do too. They should have got the skinny girl one. You should have. I can't just take, I can't made, not drink. Kind of made fun of you. And part of my podcast. I mentioned skinny girl. I like it. Anyway. Um, what else was I going to But now say? you're into it. Forgot what I was going to say. What am I? Huh? Skinny girl. I love skinny girls. I love fat girls. I love medium girls. I the love tall cocktail. girls. I love short girls. I love girls with big boobs. I like girls with small boobs. I don't like girls with penises. Oh. I, that's not even true. <laughs> Sometimes that's the hottest porn. <laughs> Jesus. Don't tell me you've never watched a dick and tits. <laughs> you can fuck you sick, disgusting fuckhead. Uh, you're like, oh, Jesus. I'm just. Oh, Jesus. You're going straight to hell. Well, that we already know that. There's I'm, nothing new there. That's 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 some good point. I mean, that's inha- just some good porn. Right in- there. Inherently, isn't it kind of gay to watch porn where there's a guy fucking a girl? You're watching. I mean, you're watching the dick. Why don't you? You know what I mean? So at least the late with the dick has tits at least you can be like i'm only 50 percent gay half half yeah yeah so i'm very excited for this one so without further ado never <laughs> never keep a pretty lady there, waiting and yeah, them we aren't excited about yeah there was that one. Oh, <laughs> figure it out hi guys how are you <laughs> oh we are good how are you i'm great you guys can see me you guys can hear me everything's good everything is good yeah awesome. oh cool <laughs> we are set perfect so thank you so much for joining us, um, Alina Lowe. Yeah, um, yes. thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Musician and model. And uh, I go, I I discovered you, and I want to, before we get too deep, I discovered you, we had Ulrika Erickson on the podcast, who was a Playboy Playmate. And she had gotten, ta- she had gotten tattooed by Hot Sauce Chen. Yes. <laughs> I, did you pierce at that shop? Yeah, actually, for uh, a very short time, unfortunately, but yes. <laughs> okay, That's, okay. Because cool. I saw you have a like a, a Instagram page for for piercing, which doesn't really have much on it, but I found that. So, and we, like I said, we had Alrika on, and I saw that she followed you. So I was like, and then I saw the picture of you in the blood bathtub, and I was like, <laughs> we need to talk to this. Perfect. Woman. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, no, she's incredible. She's amazing. I can't even tell you like how excited I was when I met her. <laughs> yeah, she's a sweetheart definitely <laughs> that's cool that's cool so that's cool so i didn't even know that so you guys have met that's awesome yeah <laughs> so cool so cool lucky so you are like i said a musician and a model and uh actress actress occasionally <laughs> occasionally okay okay a little of this little of that right what don't you do so where did uh where did the love of music start because i know you know, your, your YouTube channel has some videos from back when you were younger and you were singing then. So obviously you've been musical. I mean, I assume your whole life. Yes, definitely. Um, so it's so funny how everybody always asks me this, like the same question. I'm always like, wow. And I always have to think about it. Like, how did this start? <laughs> yeah. um, so funny enough, um, it was something that I, I guess like I was born into it. Like nobody in my family is a musician at all. But really? luckily enough, yeah, luckily enough, my parents just like love music. Like they were always like alternative, like kind of goth and so, like Depeche Mode, The Cure, like okay. into rock music in general. Yeah. So just like growing up, I, they always told me like, as far as like singing that I was singing before I even knew how like to speak, <laughs> sure. like I was mumbling words, like with melodies. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. So um, I guess like the more I grew up with music and having that background within my family, I just like, it just came natural to me. And I just continued like doing things within music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you've had a, you just had a single come out for, for, well, back in February, I guess, come out for um, love. Yes. And, and again, you're, you're obviously, uh, along with the music, you're very into the art because the photo shoot for that is also fantastic. And uh, a lot of, a lot of fun imagery. So where did that, where did that, where did that inspiration come from? Honestly, I'm very into horror and blood and yes. cutesy pink stuff. So <laughs> it's a great I, blend. Thank you. My, <laughs> my favorite movie is actually Jennifer's body. So I okay. feel like I kind of put that into everything I do. Cause I want to have that, that sexiness, but with like murder. <laughs> so, <Gore>. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something that you wouldn't think about, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you're, are you coming up with the idea for all these photo shoots then? Yes. 100%. Awesome. Oh, it's- awesome. Okay. Okay. So if the music wasn't in your family, 
I mean, other than just listening to it, obviously. Um, do you play any min- instruments? Um, I do play a little bit keyboard and guitar, ukulele. I'm not amazing at it. Um, unfortunately, the only talent I really have is my voice. <laughs> it's a little scary, you know, because you can lose at any time. But Ooh. the good thing about instruments is that you can just pick it up and learn it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about it? What kind of what age were you at when you're like, I, I, I mean, I like me growing up, your parents always, oh, you have a wonderful voice. But at what point? <laughs> I mean, we have to say they that were, as parents, right? They were lying to you. Oh, no. <laughs> at some point, you're like, no, I really do have a good voice. Um, well, fortunately enough, like, my parents always supported me. And I think it does get to a point where, like, your parents, if you were bad at something, they would be like, okay, maybe we can push you to do something else. Like, let's try this. Yeah. But luckily enough, my parents always put me into art, and they put me, like, in vocal lessons, they put me in choir, they put me on shows, like, within my schools. Like, it was just something that was always, like, I guess kind of pushed upon me, but it's like, I wanted it. So it was sure. like a mutual agreement, even as a child. Yeah. Uh, I just love the attention for some reason. Like even <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I was like the queen of my school for some reason. My mom put me as the queen of the school and I was like, okay, because this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it when people can ad- can admit to that part of it. Like I, I just like the, I like the attention. I like to be yeah. seen, you know, like <laughs> I'm talented enough. I'm beautiful enough or I can do both. And yeah, so that's, I mean, it's refreshing to hear somebody who's not just like, no, I just really, you know what I mean? Like it was all about the meat, da, da, da. Like, no, no some people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You're but obviously you able to back it up. Yeah. You're obviously a wonderful mu- musician, but, but it's cool that you're, you know, I mean, part of it is also the artistry and, and that involves oh. being seen. So no, of course. Yeah. I mean, I will, man, I do have my anxiety portion of it, but <laughs> You got to flip it around and make it excitement instead. <laughs> yeah. How do you flip it around? I mean, do you have a routine before you go on stage because you are nervous? Well, usually um, I always say this to everybody. I'm like, fake it till you make it, man. <laughs> like you got to push and push and push. Like I will be freaking out so hard. But once I'm on the stage, I'm like a little bit dissociated, but I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to do it. And yeah. then once I'm in it, like once I start singing, once I start moving, it's like, it's nothing to me. I'm like used to it. Yeah, because you're supposed to be there. Yeah, like if you keep doing it, no matter how scared you feel, eventually you're going to be comfortable. You're going to be like, damn, I really do love doing this. I love like the people around me, like the people enjoy it. Like watching people smiles on their face, like makes me happy too, you know? So I think that kind of just betters the situation. And that kind of goes for anything you do in your life if you're like helping people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Feed off the crowd. Right. And we've heard that. We've definitely heard that same thing from other musicians that we have had on where, you know, the nerves are there until you hit the stage and because that's where you're supposed to be and that's what you're born to do. Boom. You know, exactly. You're good to go because you're doing your thing. Yeah. It's 100%. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And uh, do you use life experiences to write your songs or do you, how do you, how does that come to you? So writing my songs. Wow. Um, So everybody I work with has always told me like, not to toot my own horn, but they were like, um, you're really good at me. And I'm like, that's awesome. Maybe it's the ADD. I don't know. But <laughs> um, so I think the easiest part about like writing the music is creating that melody. And then I'll like mumble it. I'll record the mumbles and then I'll write words over those mumbles. Wow. Okay. So I'll make it work. That's kind of how I work around it. Sometimes I'll do it melody first, or sometimes like my partner will send me a track instrumental and I'll write like over that. And I'm like, okay, this is the melody I hear over that. Okay. So it kind of like differentiates on depending on like what we're trying to do. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you actually bring a recording of your mumbles and, and say, hey, play this? No. <laughs> No, actually, Turn no. Turn this mumble into music. Right, right. I got something here. Oh, no. I mean, if it's an instrument, I will mumble it in front of them. And sure. they usually understand what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes they do it back at me. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so this is working. Um, but if it's like a like a song, um, I'll usually like sit by myself in my own room. I'll mumble it, like the recording on my phone, make the words. And then I'll record it with the words on GarageBand on my laptop. Oh, okay. And then I'll send them the track, like a little small demo with the lyrics and the melodies, not just like the weird melody that I invented in my head and in my phone. Like, <laughs> you never know. That might be a, a song right there. Just right. Mumbles. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, with words mumbles, over it. Of course. <laughs> so you, you are, you are the lyricist for all of your songs then too? 
definitely 100 percent um okay. i will say like sometimes they do edit it they're like okay this maybe this sounds a little bit better um sure most of the time it is me okay because i was able to talk about rose blood and some of the lyrics in there are obviously dark and and you know a lot of a lot a lot of religious undertones and and i do believe there's some the the, the line about virgin mary being a whore everybody always <laughs> talks about that it's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. and i'm just curious if you if you caught any flack for it or <laughs> you know i mean some people you know we're we're big into comedy we love comedy and we you know we talk to a lot of comedians who can't get you know can't get a, a, the benefit of the doubt with jokes and i'm wondering if it happens with music lyrics too like do people just condemn you because of that without getting any deeper into it yeah so i don't think i'm there yet where people are judging me intensely on my actual music uh, but a lot of like the things about my music is that it's meant for shock value and there's hmm. also like an understanding behind it like i was born christian i was christian for a really long time in my life yeah um now i'm like whatever it is what it is um, i don't even know what i believe in now but um, of course, having like that religion like forced upon me, like between my family, um, the song is literally just about like forgiving yourself and like your sins and all that stuff. So that line itself is itself is like literally just like maybe like Mary cheated on Joseph. Sure, not, yeah. not literally, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like okay, but it could be taken like that. It's like okay, this person can be forgiven, whoever that person is. Sure. Um, not saying that's the best thing to do. <laughs> not condoning cheating, right right but, sure. but i'm just like saying that it's okay to forgive yourself if you've done bad in this world so for sure and and like i said sometimes you know people take that one line out of kind of kind of context mm -hmm. and uh you know and, and just take it and run with it because it's a line like that so it's good that you know you haven't faced any of that yet and uh you know i, I assume if you, as you get bigger you probably will run into it at some point <laughs> but that's probably a good thing <laughs> yeah because obviously but Obviously, the video for that is very dark and has a lot of imagery too. that. I mean, it's a beautiful video. I love the video, but it's uh, I, I can see people, you know, having issue with it for for whatever reason. So well, it is a, it is a shocking line. Yeah, yeah. right, right. You got to give it that. Yeah. So what, what was your mindset when you when you wrote that line and were you hesitant to put it in a song? So, OK, the people <laughs> I was working with actually like because, OK, he had this idea to be like Billie Eilish but darker and sexier and I was like okay, okay. I guess I can do that <laughs> so um I kind of did my own twist and I was like I really want like heads to turn like I want to be different and I want people to question what the hell did I just say <laughs> <laughs> so um I kind of just took that risk I sent it to them like sent it to them and then they were also very on board with it so I don't think anybody doubted the idea yeah <laughs> thankfully yeah. yeah no for sure for sure it's a beautiful song and like i said you know the video is so well done um the yeah it's just such a beautiful video that i i, I really enjoyed it thank you i appreciate yeah. that i said go fool out if you're doing music you know yeah <laughs> you have to don't you yeah and, no, and um gotta ask about the snake in the video are you are you okay with snakes or was it was that hard for you um, so I'm actually a huge animal lover. Okay. I'm obsessed with animals. I was studying pre-veterinary pre medicine for a while in school. Um, so the snake wasn't difficult at all. And to make it even better, it was my cousin's snake. Oh, okay. So I've actually been bitten by the snake before. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was a warning bite. Um, but just, I guess, kind of conquering that fear and already having that relationship with the snake, I kind of knew what to avoid um and like you know that was like my girl you know like we're not i respect her she respects me he was next to me if anything did happen he would just take the snake off of me sure like animals just know like they can sense your fear they so can you yeah like put your boundaries down be like okay we're good we're here we're gonna do this and then that's it <laughs> and what what that was a was it a python it was a ball python was okay. it ball python yeah it should or well. yeah I think so. And how how long was the thing? It looked like it was twice your length. So it was very big. I will say that he's had that snake for a really long time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Not sure if I could lay there with that thing on me. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Once it was in my face, I was like, cool. Keep uh, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. No, no. Thanks. But like you said, if you if you're scared. You got to conquer your fears. Are there any animals you're scared of that you would not do a video with? Because oh <laughs> you are such, you can see from your pictures how much you 
love animals. I mean, you're in Florida. You ever had an alligator run in? That's actually very funny how you said that because one of my worst fears is actually alligators and crocodiles. (laughs) Speaking of Florida, um, I just think they're horrifying because they're very, very fast. (laughs) (laughs) And bugs. I really do not like bugs. Like anything parasitic, bugs. I'm just like, cocoyos. Have you ever heard of cocoyos? They're like the bugs with the green bright eyes that fly around. Horrifying. They don't do anything to you. They're just scary looking. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. Yeah. Right? Right? Okay. Okay. Um, and, and it's up to you to talk about it, but uh, did I see you get a new job? Yes, I did. Actually. Last week. I'm noticing that. Yes. Wow. You guys really dug deep in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Number one. Thank you. And uh, it seems like a great combination. I don't obviously know what it is, but to be able to work with animals and people. Yes. So actually, um, thankfully, um, it's a scientific research laboratory where we will be studying antibodies for things like, it's just an example, for things like COVID, Alzheimer's, um, testing, like even for a pregnancy test to see if you're pregnant, um, testing to see if you even have COVID in general, um, the medications that you take in Walgreens for like if you have a cold. So thankfully, it is something that I can put that into the world and help the future of people yeah while yeah. also being involved with like animals and stuff like that so that's good mm-hmm. well, that's awesome how are the how are the animals involved so actually i'm very like iffy about the subject but they are lab okay. animals they yeah. are lab animals but it's they're being taken care of so humanely that i'm finding a reason where it's okay um, because again, it, it's to advance us and our health. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, what I'm doing is husbandry for the animals. I take care of the mice. It's just over thirteen thousand oh. mice. Oh, okay. um, oh my so god! I'm, yeah, <laughs> taking care of all these cages, giving them food, giving them water every day, while obviously they're doing the research on the mice. They're just injecting the antibodies on them. Um, yeah, it's yeah. actually harmless the way that they do it. They do it a way where it doesn't hurt them. Or, from what I've been told. Right. Um, and they don't pass away from the antibodies. They pass away naturally. Oh. So thankfully it's not, and obviously they have like their, their certifications by the state, like everything is mm-hmm. like, it's fine that they're doing that. And again, right. it's for a good cause and for us to be healthier. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's funny you say that because <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast and they had talked about how kind of the same thing, but the, whoever was working for it said what they do is, like dogs and cats that they're ready to the humane society is ready to uh, eliminate they'll take them sure to do this testing oh, on. that's so hard though i don't know if i could do that that's too well they were gonna they were going to um euthanize euthanize them, them. Yeah. yes so they yes. save them from the euthanizing but the help within the testing like you said so no, of course and they explain it like you did they they, they take care of them and everything so yeah that's unfortunately nice. yeah unfortunately the thing about like working with animals in general even if you're like in the vet field like you're gonna deal with a lot of death yeah right yeah. um same thing even working like with humans when you're taking care of humans you're still gonna deal with a lot of death and i think that's like the harsh reality a lot of the things like that deal with medical yes. um so that's something a lot of people actually stop studying because of that reason. But, yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's hard to take it and, and you need a good stomach. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> so is your love of horror help you with that in death? Because there's a lot of death in horror. Yeah, actually, I will say that. Even though I want to pocket those mice every day of my life. And yeah, right. With me. But um, yes, if anything were to happen, I feel like the fact that my gut is a little bit better in that field, I can, yeah. I can handle it if anything were to happen, you know. <laughs> And the smell. Yep. Oh, it smells horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have pets? Um, so I have a palm, a little baby a, palm. A what? A Pomeranian. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's actually staying with my parents right now, but okay. Because since I work so much, my parents have been like taking care of him because my mom just stays home all the time. Yeah. But like every now and then, like I'll bring him over here over my place, and like that's my boy. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope this is okay to ask. I have to ask you about your ethnicity because your accent is so unique. Where? <laughs> what? 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 What is the? What is mom and dad? So, um, we're 
I guess you can say we're pure Cuban. I was born oh, okay. in Hialeah, so that's probably where my accent came from. Okay. Very Miami. And I always think I don't have an accent, so someone points it out. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, we're up in Wisconsin, and they say the same thing about us, and we say the same thing. We don't have an accent. What are you talking about? Nope. I can't even tell that you guys have an accent, but wow. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> How's we'll the cheese it. over there? Fantastic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you like cheese, we have a cheese castle. So Wow. <laughs> Several. Several. And oh, it's the a, rooms it, are true. <laughs> it is yes. a it is a road trip staple. Anytime we take a road trip, we will stop at the Cheese Castle. So as you, you should. <laughs> yeah, you can't go by it. <laughs> you can't afford the lactose intolerant there. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So what's uh? I, I've seen some uh some stuff on the Instagram. You're working on a new music video right now. Yes, actually, it's. Can actually we get any be... any details or how, what's? <laughs> Super exciting to talk about this actually. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, right, cool. So basically the video was done on a green screen. Um, so they're doing a lot of like monsters and horror around me. This is like everything I ever dreamed of. So nice. it's actually crazy that this is happening. Um, and I'm just waiting for them to finish editing it right now, but it should be released before Halloween because I do have a show for Halloween. Perfect. So we're kind of planning for that to be released beforehand so people can see it and have like, okay, we're promoting this for the show, you know? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll, I think your episode will come out for us probably the week after Halloween. So we'll make sure to, to we'll make sure to link it up and get a promo in here. So definitely. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's a show on Halloween. And is this the costume that you got for $200? So actually, no. <laughs> I have two costumes. Okay. So that show, um, good thing that this is coming out after Halloween. So nobody knows, you know. Right. Halloween. Oh, yep. Um, I, I can tell you guys. So it's going to be. It'll, it'll, it'll already happened. You're good. Because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to know to the day of, you know. Right. Perfect. Right. Yes. Uh, so the first costume was going to be October 28th for the actual show. Um, that costume is literally going to be huge angel wings. So I'm going to be walking on the stage with angel wings. It's going nice. to be, like I said, shock value. That's all I want. I want people to be like, wow. She's walking out with really big wings. <laughs> How do you miss that? I kind of want to watch this. What is she going to do, you know? Exactly. And yeah, because we're opening up with Sally's song uh, from okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. And I think it would be very beautiful. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah Took me a second to realize what you were. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, <laughs> I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you. I love that movie too. Yeah, yeah. Me and my, me and my daughter watch it a lot. It's a great movie. Oh. Oh, you should. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. second costume, I think, is a little bit more crazy. This is for actual Halloween. Um, it's Pyramid Head. So <laughs> Pyramid Head? Who's Pyramid? Yeah, from I... Silent Hill. We're totally missing something. Oh. <laughs> you guys have to look it up. If you guys I'm look it up, you'll be like, oh, it's Silent a Hill. it's a classic horror movie. Yeah. Wow. So, but it's I... just a big <laughs> now okay. I... Now I gotta know. Okay, so obviously you you go deep into the horror genre if you're if you're if you're picking a horror movie that neither one of us has heard of, I've heard, yeah, <laughs> or don't remember because he's. I'm not kidding you. We we literally, if you look this way, there's like I don't know what three thousand DVDs over in the corner of this place. They're all his. He's a giant movie head. So if you, you <laughs> if you pull out a movie that he can't think of, you're you're going deep. So, um, what do you remember? Like what your first horror movie was because when i was like eight my sister who's older than me made me watch nightmare on elm street and i've loved horror ever since so <laughs> do, do you do you remember what your first one was and um so definitely let me go back to that because i love nightmare on elm street <laughs> johnny yeah. depp is like the love of my life johnny i heard yes, he's single let's give him my number <laughs> um but my first horror movie i think it was the one that traumatized me was probably chucky which mm -hmm. i absolutely love now but back then i remember waking up in the middle of the night with my parents at a hotel screaming because he was on the screen with a knife <laughs> so i was like very traumatizing nice so was this a dream or were mom and dad watching the movie at the time no they let the tv on oh, okay <laughs> that's just I mean, bad timing yeah i was like how the heck did i wake up at this time when, like, when he's on the screen with a knife wow and of course they laughed about it and now i laugh at it now like yes. being the person that i am today right right perfect right. well it's a and thinking like elm, you, you mentioned nightmare on elm street and chucky what what is your favorite horror series like horror series like or killer yeah do you have a favorite one so um 
you know i feel like i switched so many times because there's just so many good ones um so going back to jennifer's body definitely like because she's a succubus and she just eats men that's my favorite (laughs) killer (laughs) (laughs) but if i had to pick like a slasher it would probably be either freddy krueger or chucky himself yeah two great ones can't go wrong can't go wrong no I'm my I'm Jason. I'm definitely the Friday the thirteenth is my series. I'm I'm a Mike Myers. Yep. Yep. So and my uh my oldest daughter, me and her love horror movies. We and this is her favorite time of year. So I'm not assuming for you, but like she loves Halloween way more than Christmas and Thanksgiving and anything. So this is her time of year. Is this your favorite ho- holiday? Yes, 100 <laughs> percent Definitely. She has taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were just uh Sunday we went Christmas sh- or costume shopping. Oh, what she get? She she's her and her boyfriend are gonna be um Mulder and Scully from X Files. <laughs> I love that. Because she loves they both love X Files. That's awesome. It's oh, iconic. So we had to go find a red. She didn't want to dye her hair, but we went and found a red wing for a uh, wig for her. It's better that way. Don't dye your hair. <laughs> yeah. well, as long as we're talking about wigs, you obviously are a woman of many looks <laughs> i assume you employ wigs at times i have to it's gone to the point where i dyed my hair so many times and i'm like okay i gotta start buying more wigs <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely good for cosplays and if you're looking for like a certain specific look that you want to do um definitely recommend you can get like an amazon wig for like ten dollars yeah mm-hmm. uh, it's easier that way <laughs> so uh have you have you did you watch the show Shits creek I love that show do, do so you treat much, your, Do you treat your wigs like Moira does? Probably not. She would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> in the treatment of wigs. You, don't, you don't have them just, hung on the wall? And... No, I think, when I'm done with it, it goes back in the box. <laughs> nice. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> um, so with this new video of yours coming out with the green screen, is that your first time working with green screen? Like not interacting with someone? Um, I feel like I've done things where I didn't interact with somebody, but I think this is my first time using something like a green screen. So that was probably a new experience for me. Cool. Yeah. Did you, um, I'm excited to watch it, you know, because it's monsters and whatnot. So the anime is an animation or G- CGI or what? It's definitely animation. I, okay. There's a lot of talented people working on this. It's actually insane. Like I had a little peek of what it was and i was like okay this is the graphics are pretty good yeah so i have really high hopes for it <laughs> nice nice can you uh can you tell us the name of the single yes so it's called spineless spineless okay yes. okay and will that will it will it debut on your youtube channel yes 100 oh, awesome <laughs> awesome we will definitely get that in the links as well and the song is is like a horror theme yeah i guess you can say that yeah <laughs> It's going for the holiday. <laughs> like nice, nice. Rips their spine out. Or... Right, right. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> By the way, we are drinking margaritas. Just to... I love that. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for drinking for me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's funny because when we started this thing, it was supposed to, I mean, when we started, it was just going to be him and I getting drunk and talking. And then we turned into a guest podcast. So now we've turned it into, okay, what is the guest like for drinks? So. You know, when we first started, we were trying to do different cocktails all the time and talk about the cocktail, but that quickly faded. So, <laughs> so cute though. That's I feel like that's such an original idea. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. You know, let's have fun with it and we get we to know you. Can't complain. We've we've fallen into a it's nice niche of yeah, fallen into a nice niche of talking to beautiful women and and drinking. So you can't go wrong. Isn't that like the best type of life? <laughs> yeah. Hey, can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Can't complain, that's for sure. said, said numerous times we pinch ourselves every time we do one of these things. So, <laughs> yes. Um, and with the music, obviously, you said you know the, the goth music is growing up. If you like like it or not, you always listen to bomb dad stuff because they make you. Um, when did you break out into your own type of music? And wow. what what was a good influence of your own that mom and dad didn't know about? So definitely, uh, I feel like in middle school is when I started like going towards like my own stuff. Other than, you know, the usual Disney channel like <laughs> that you had when you were growing up, like Miley Cyrus and Milovato, you had those influences. And thankfully, they were already like rock at the yeah. time. So that I, I still had that. But I feel like my music change, that was really my music 
was like middle school where I started listening to like Paramore, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Pierce the Veil. Like these are more like, I guess, like my time bands rather than my dad's time. <laughs> so, but like Paramore stuck on to me. Like that's my favorite band ever. Okay. okay. I'm very thankful that I even got to witness them like four times. So. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, what's, who's the singer for Paramore? What's her name? Haley Williams. Haley Williams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You, you've mentioned her in your, as an influence in, in uh, one of your interviews. Yeah. All the time. That's like the one person I talk about. I'm sure everyone's sick of it. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Believe me, we we're, we're big day Matthews band freaks. And oh. we, tra- we travel the country to see him. So we totally get obsession with musicians. We, yeah. <laughs> he was just here. I'm pretty sure. I think it was here a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, he was at West Palm beach yes yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i think the cruising amphitheater i think they changed the name but Something that was the like original that. name of it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we haven't been down there for those shows one i mean that's a that's a pretty big venue for him they get a lot of travelers down there so one of these years we got to go and do it so Definitely. right cool. right so is the is the show you have coming up is that at that black market horror fest is that part of that yes okay. so it is a spooky haunted house music fest <laughs> oh that's cool yeah flea market it, it's all the things there are crazy that's it, so it sounds crazy. so much fun so it's a, so it's a big haunted house too um so th- there's like different sections of the whole entire place it's being done at revolution live if you know revolution live revolution live is basically the venue that all like the rock bands go to perform at okay um so a lot of my favorite bands that i've seen have actually performed at that stage so being able to perform on the same stage is crazy to me um so they have a section for a haunted house that people get to walk through on the, the second floor i believe um so they have like a bar in the front and the back in the middle and then they have two stages the main stage and then another one on the other side um and then basically they're gonna have vendors going around the whole entire place so you can purchase things involving halloween or people's like knickknacks like jewelry voodoo dolls um (laughs) media some stuff just like a bunch of random stuff that people have created it's very great to support your local artists so that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's cool and it's a two-day event correct Yes, two days. And you nice. are you performing both days or just one? Unfortunately, only one. <laughs> okay. I'm performing my other band the next day, out of oh, town. Okay. <laughs> or out of town. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I guess I didn't realize you were in it. What's the name of the other band? So actually, the other band is not like my music. It's a cover band. I just oh, okay. get paid to do weddings and sure. corporate gigs. You know. Sure. Sure. You have the voice, might as well use it to get paid. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. It's a lot of work, though. I will say that. <laughs> During the during that cover bands, do you ever get to play your original music or you stay um, away from my boss has asked me to send me to send him my music before? I feel like that is a discussion that we're gonna have in the future. But I also feel like my music is very different from what we do perform and what is popular. So yeah. I guess it really depends what happens in the next few months and how far my music is yeah. gonna go with like a new single and who knows. <laughs> Throw one of those in there. You right? Know, why not? Right? Why yeah. not? Just, just spring it on them. Yeah. People are like, what's the single? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you have a captive audience. Like, you really can't go anywhere. So you're good. I know, right? So, you know, you're like... set up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so when you do the cover bands, you just whatever's popular. You did, um, and and you have a male singer with you as well. Yes, I do actually. I have a male singer. Um, we go back and forth with songs. I'll support him or he supports me. Uh, one of us is leading. Um, as far as the songs, it really depends what show we're playing. If it's an older audience, obviously we would do older songs. Okay. If a younger audience, we would do like 2000s, like to now. So it just differentiates like what we're doing. <laughs> so there's a lot of lyrics going on around up in your head. because A lot. <laughs> keep them straight. Yeah, how do you possibly remember all that? That's crazy to me. Do I know like some musicians have started going to a teleprompter. So like, I mean, that's how, you know, I mean, I know, I, actually, I know Dave did it for a while and now I don't know if he does anymore, but you know, like when you're singing that many different songs, yes. different nights, like all over the place. I mean, you're, yeah, your category is all over the place or catalog, I should say. It's a lot. I mean, if you keep repeating the same songs, eventually like it's muscle memory. Oh, sure. But a lot of times like we're allowed to have like a phone or an iPad in sure. front of us with lyrics. Um, it's not encouraged 
to do that for every song right but it's it's encouraged to like okay that's the first word for this verse i'm gonna remember that and that like kind of sparks something in your brain like okay that's the the rest of the verse you know (laughs) yeah for sure yeah so i gotta i gotta ask what's your what's your least favorite song cover song to have to perform at these things (laughs) but you know you have to but you know you have to yeah is there and I'm so vocal about this to my bandmates and like anybody else who comes to see me specifically I'm like I hate this song but of course I can't tell the crowd that but the song is actually um can't stop can't stop this feeling by Justin Timberlake from the Trolls movie I hate that song I cannot remember it because I don't want to remember it so I will read the lyrics because I don't care yeah yeah. be vocal be vocal I'm okay with it well, I mean, it's, I've always thought that about wedding bands. Like, wedding bands have to be playing songs they don't want to play because you have to, like, there's staples at weddings, right? Of so. course. It's what's popular, you know? Yeah. Or what, like, everybody's forced upon them, at least. Right. Yeah. Like, if you're in Wisconsin, you're going to hear old-time rock and roll at every wedding you go to ever. So, I don't know if that's a thing there, but it is a thing here. Most of the time it is. Yeah. And then we had the disco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the disco. Sorry. <laughs> Got i'm going i'm going to a, a bg's tribute band coming up oh it's gonna be awesome yes i've yeah. seen them before and they're 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 awesome I, oh I, i'm jealous i love them yeah i consider nice. myself a bg's tribute with the two songs that i do <laughs> do yeah there you go. which ones you do staying alive oh my God. yes obviously obviously and then the other one that's like staying alive um i can't even remember the name of it but it's literally the same song <laughs> with different lyrics with different lyrics oh goodness goodness. so what song out there that you sing that you wish you wrote that you love it so much that's a deep question (laughs) wow um so honestly i feel like going back to paramore like anything that was paramore related Mm. ariana grande i love ariana with all my heart so um probably so into you from her is very good um no doubt is also amazing i feel like would be great oh my god girlfriend ex-girlfriend yeah. that would hit a nerve <laughs> i love that song that's a great song uh but yeah those are the songs that pop over my mind <laughs> okay nice. okay all right i gotta ask about tattoos of course <laughs> oh do you have any yeah no. yeah do you have any when when did you when did you start um what was your first one Okay, so obviously my dad's biggest disappointment, but he loves me with all his heart. Um, my first tattoo, I think I was like 19 years old. Okay. I, yeah, I waited. Um, it was under like my breast, like on my ribcage. I okay. got a sea lyric. So going back to like me loving music, uh, which is Breathe Me. It's a song about addiction. Okay. I got it um, for my mother. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I got it for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first tattoo. And then I probably have over 30 tattoos since then because working at a tattoo shop, you know, <laughs> your friends are going to, oh, I'm bored, Angie, do you want a tattoo? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice benefit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a nice one to have. Yeah. that That's a nice benefit. Yeah. And you design a lot of them for yourself? Oh, definitely not. I cannot draw for the life of me. <laughs> oh, okay. I will let them know my ideas. If anything, I'll have inspiration. I'll be like, hey, or like, and then they usually like portray it pretty amazingly. So <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. I uh, get them while you're young because I've gotten to the point now where I don't know that I can do them anymore. So, oh my God, I, I can't. No, I'm the same way already. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. If they let me use numbing cream, I will use numbing cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I have, I have one of my artists who's very nice to me and sprays me down a lot during my <laughs> tattoos. So, He's a, he's a, yeah, he's a godsend. <laughs> we oh, actually, so. <laughs> we did an, we did an episode. I got my knee tattooed. He picked oh. out the tattoo. I had no idea what it was going to be. And we did a podcast from the tattoo shop while I was getting tattooed. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> I, I don't either. I go back and watch it and I'm like, well, that's why I paid for it and picked it. Cause I would never do it on my knee. I'd never do it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm avoiding my knees because of yeah. that reason. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Good and I want to do it. I want to do it, but it's horrifying. Like I'll tell you what, the, the the front of the knee hurts a lot less than the back of the knee. That is crazy to me. Yeah. I, I got close to the back of my knee. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever come to tapping out during a tattoo is the back of my knee. Oh. So yeah. Okay. But I was pretty I was pretty miserable for you this one too. That <laughs> yeah, was worth it right there for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> second hands, you're like second hand experience, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm good. So um one of the tattoos that draw I, I noticed um killed off what was left of the optimist in me. Oh, okay. Over so your that, knife? Yes, that's actually a very old tattoo. That was one of the first tattoos I ever got. And that's how I was like processing. I was like, what was that? Um, <laughs> it was a Paramore lyric too. I have a lot of Paramore. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, just because they hit home a lot for me. I don't want to say I'm obsessed with the band, but I am obsessed with the band. Um, yeah, like that was a design that a friend of mine at the time did. And I was like, I want it. And then she did it. And that's it. It's just, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how the best ones happen. Yeah. You, you you also have a Playboy bunny, which will make our, you know, our fans who come for the Playboy bunnies happy because, you know, we've had, we've had, I don't know how many Playboy playmates on now, but a, a, a number of them. So we definitely have a, you know, a Playboy niche. So the fans will be excited to see that. <laughs> I actually have a tooth gem of a, the Playboy on my tooth. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You probably can't see it, but like, it's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. It's <laughs> different. <laughs> wow. I'm all Playboy. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, it's such an iconic logo as well. I mean, of course. It's, it's so know, cute. <laughs> and cute. <laughs> way I think it. It's just cute. One, it's definitely, it's, it's, re, it's kind of brought itself back. Like it was, I think the logo was big for a while and then kind of went away. And now it seems like it's very popular again. So how long have you had the tattoo? That tattoo was actually one of the first ones I got too. Okay. Like, funny enough. Cool. Um, probably had it over five years cool cool nice. and you have more planned coming up do you have any scheming you know like designs that you want to get on paper of course the worst oh, yeah? part about me is that i have a lot that are unfinished so uh, oh. i need i should probably go finish those before i start planning more <laughs> i hear you there i have an yeah. i have an entire back that's kind of outlined in very little color that i have to finish it's so hard i don't believe problem you. is when you can't see them you're like do i really need it finished <laughs> And that's like most of your tattoos, right? Like how many times do you actually look at your body? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Oh, nice. So how did you get, how did the suicide girls thing come along? Where, where, how did you get involved with them? Funny enough. Um, when I was younger, I always thought like th these were like the most beautiful women that I've ever seen. I don't even know why I was in middle school looking at these girls, but <laughs> internet, we love it. Yeah, right. Beautiful, alternative, colored hair, piercings, tattoos, and they were sexy. They, like, at least they looked like they were confident in their bodies. And I was like, I love that. I want to be that. Um, obviously, growing up, I dated guys who didn't want me to do that. Um, so once I, like, became officially single and I was, like, old enough to do it, I kind of started doing my own lingerie photos. Um, okay. kind of getting comfortable with my skin, learning to love myself. And then I don't know where one of the staff photographers hit me up and he's like, Hey, have you ever considered being a suicide girl? I would love to shoot a set, a set for you. And I was like, this is weird. I'm not even trying to be a suicide girl anymore. Like it was just an <laughs> idea that I had when I was like younger, Yeah. but I was just doing my own shoots, you know? And then I guess I took it as a sign that he reached out to me and I was like, you know what? Why not? let's make younger me happy. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. I was like, yeah, let's freaking do it. And then we popped off. I've been shooting with him ever since. And he's actually one of the most respectful and the most amazing photographers I've ever worked with. Yeah. And the cool thing about those photo shoots is they are, they're very artistic. There's, yeah, you know, it's, definitely. there's a lot going on. It's not just a pretty girl. There's, you know, there's so much to them and, and, uh, really works of art so yeah and you are sore after those shoots i will tell you because <laughs> the photographers make you bend in certain ways that they know look looks good for the sure. photo so yeah the angles matter the most <laughs> <laughs> right right okay right. okay i'm sure it's the same um, with playboy <laughs> right and they've said that so the playmates have um but there do you get to you know um express the gore and um as you you know as you always said that's the beauty to you is is horror and sexiness mixed with gore this is an outlet for that yeah yeah i agree i like to think that <laughs> yeah so where did the where did the idea for the uh the bloody bathtub photo shoot come from so that was actually a suicide girl said there was no okay. blood on it at all um it was a regular shoot in a bathtub in a hotel that he got for multiple shoots, uh, woke up super early for it. And then this was last year, close to Halloween. And I was like, hey, 
uh, Caustic, this is his name, Caustic, I kind of want to do a Freddy Krueger inspired like photo. Would you be cool with us like trying to edit one of the photos and like have his hand coming out like the bathtub scene, you know? Sure. Okay. So he edited it. It came out amazing. I was like, this is my favorite photo ever. <laughs> so very simple, straight to the point. And we used the other photos that weren't bloody for the Suicide Girls. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. So the, okay, so the bloody one is just kind of only on your Instagram then, and never. It's just for me and my enjoyment. <laughs> nice, nice. That's cool that that was like that's your enough. your brainchild, and that's like I said, that's because you have it pinned. It's the first thing you see when, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. So <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of shows everybody. Okay, she's a little crazy. Do I want to be a part of this, or I want to follow this? <laughs> well, I was just sick of that. It, it tells them right away. Exactly. I'm yes not sure no. coding anything. You don't like it? Move on. But if you find it cool. There you go. And it, type of person. Well, I like you know, like you said before, um, it made your younger self happy. Let's do it. And that I, I really like that. That was a cool statement. Right? Yeah. That goes for a lot of things that I do, I like to think. <laughs> well, and your current self, make your just making yourself happy. How important is that? Is oh, just yeah, to make totally. yourself happy. Yeah. Don't don't hold anything back. Yeah, 100 percent Long life dreams, you know. <laughs> and what is that? Yeah. So what are your next dreams? You're singing, you're modeling what do you want to do next um definitely like i do everything with a goal to be bigger the next year than i was before um obviously like everything i do is out of love like i'm i just want people to i guess understand me and feel like um i guess it goes mostly for my music too but i i've heard a lot of people tell me even when like modeling that i inspire them i just want people to be comfortable and express themselves like the most that they can and when they see me faking it till I make it, I, <laughs> I guess I want them to do the same for themselves. Absolutely. And as long as I'm making other people happy and I'm making myself happy, I feel like I would be so satisfied with my life. And of course, like I do want to be bigger so I can get to a bigger crowd and have people around me, you know? Yeah. Like you're not alone, you know, you're not alone. This happens to everybody. Um, so yeah, my goal is just to be as out there as I can and help as much as I can, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Perfect help with the songwriting. You ever, you know, ever have a lack of ideas going on your to write down? Do you have a process of uh when you get an idea in your head? So for a song? For the songs, yeah, it goes back to the mumbling. Um, I'll write it down if anything. Usually I would like hit up my producer right away and I'd be like, Hey, this is an idea. What do you think? And he'll agree with me or disagree. Um, so crazy enough, like I feel like the music that I'm coming out with now is a little bit more intense, like towards my mental health. And I feel like it's still dark, but I guess it hits home a little bit more personal. And I think writing stuff like that, I definitely need to be more in solitude and, um, you know, it, it's a little dark. I will say that. Sure. So having the risk of other people listening to that is a little horrifying, but the whole process is an overbearing, terrifying experience, but um it's also a very accepting experience because i feel like the people that i work with um say like this is good angie you know yeah. and if it's not they'll tell me they'll be honest but like i haven't really had an experience where they're like this is bad a lot of the times like people support me and i really appreciate that and that's why like i have a good feeling about like everything that i do because it's yeah. all about the support you know and then sure. it's like the process easier as far as like writing so yeah for sure i think the, the great thing about those dark lyrics that deal with mental health and, and, and are, you know, truthful is that, you know, somebody listening to it has been through that experience. And a lot of times those lyrics, hearing those lyrics help, you know? So it's, it's, I, you know, I don't, I don't like a, one of my favorites is blue October. And uh, a lot of their early music was when their singer was dealing with addiction problems and, and everything is very real and very raw. And there's a lot of stuff in there that when I listen to it, I go, Oh, I've been through stuff like that, you know, and it helps. So. I think it's good to have music like that out there. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm like a strong believer in like music therapy. So. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Sure. Do you have any lyrics, maybe not a finished song, that you're just not ready to release to the world yet, that maybe they're too personal? Or everything's an open book for you? Um, It's definitely, I like to think I'm an open book. I don't like to hide like the way that I feel. Because again, like at the end of the day, whoever I'm like, I'm showing online i'm still human i have emotions i have like depression i have anxiety like most of us unfortunately like this world is full of that um and i have my trouble obviously but 
there is this song that's coming out actually probably it's probably gonna be the next song um the title is like fighter no just kidding it's called imposter syndrome okay so it's Mm. about like you know you know what imposter syndrome is like just kind of denying everything good that's happening to you and then the main words for the chorus is fight or flight i'll never win like so it's like you know yeah yeah. no matter how hard you try no matter how hard you succeed you always feel like you're always losing yeah and um i think that's gonna be really good as far as like my music opening up to who i really am and i hopefully like people can relate to me so we'll see how that goes yeah yeah will will (laughs) you uh, will will you be uh excuse me, will you be putting out like a full length album at some time? I know a lot of the music now seems to be just dropped as singles along the way. And then eventually some you'll put out a full length. Is that kind of the plan to put out some singles and then put out a, a full length or an EP or something? So it's crazy how like music promotion happens nowadays. I feel like a lot of things are visual. People love to see things in front of them with the music. They want to see the story. Um, so I've been focusing a lot on like the artistic value as like along with the music so i think we're going to focus on doing singles and then eventually all those singles are going to be an ep and then once we start creating more no pressure you know you don't want to rush perfection um (laughs) we will drop more singles maybe like another music video and then eventually it would be a whole entire album depending if all the songs you know yeah well together yeah and like i said that seems to be the new way i mean that kind of keeps everybody's attention span for a couple mm-hmm. months at a time or whatever right. now you're Short relevant. Songs too. <laughs> yeah, now you're relevant for you know this song keeps you relevant for a month this one keeps you relevant for a couple months whereas and if you put out the full-length album you're relevant for a month from the album and then they're on to the next thing so kind of a nice thing where you can split up the the content and the, and the work and keep yourself in the you know around for a longer time definitely i like to think that too <laughs> yeah, yeah perfect um so how excited are you with halloween coming up i mean i'm i'm so excited um i got my costume uh my daughter's having a party uh do you like trick-or-treaters coming to your door and do you put out a thing you know like uh meet them at the door and scare them or anything or so it's so funny how you bring that up because i've had this scarecrow like hanging on my door for the past month I just moved into this neighborhood with my roommate and he told me that all the neighbors are telling him that they're getting scared every time they walk by our house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to give an old person a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. I'm living for it. But at the same time, I'm a little concerned because I don't want the neighbors to hate us. Yeah. But I do love trick-or-treaters. Um, I do feel like I'm not going to be here if we yeah. do have it because I obviously if I bought a $200 costume, I'm going to want to walk around. <laughs> people are gonna want to take pictures so um yeah it's like just halloween in general is just so it feels good it just feels like you have that chill going through your body the whole entire day like it's just like for once it feels like it's a day that you're kind of like every day is like this day it's cliche but you know every day is halloween it's like this is who i am every day but now i can celebrate it without people judging me (laughs) you know (laughs) Perfect. Right. So, so I got to ask, cause you're, you're also an OnlyFans model. Do you Definitely. have, do you have a special pictorial coming out for Halloween? So I've kind of been slacking on that, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, with the new job and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we are doing the content with the pyramid head that is going to be a whole entire set. That's going to go out on OnlyFans, Instagram. It's going to be everywhere. I'm going to post that everywhere. We already have an idea for it. My friend is making a huge sword, an actual sword that he's probably going to sell. He makes props for a living. I was going to uh, say, I saw it. Sorry to interrupt, but I saw a video of you swinging a giant sword. Is that? <laughs> that's what, that's the guy. Okay. That's right. the guy. And this sword is so sharp that it can cut anybody. So oh. we're going to be super careful with it and it's real for the photos yeah we're not gonna take it out we're just gonna do it for the photos nice. so that's a real um, name that's not a prop that's right? real <laughs> yeah like actual metal like he uses like actual materials and that's why he sells it for like great value you know awesome. but i'm very excited for that and then um obviously the photos with the wings for the show itself um you know i had things planned out but i didn't you know halloween's like in two weeks i don't really know how i'm gonna do all those photos yeah yeah, so I'm kind of just going with the flow at this point. And then whatever I do beforehand, I do it. Because I had another another idea with a maid outfit and then getting like blood out of the <laughs> oven. Heck yeah. Because I have an outfit there I have to promote. So I was thinking about doing that beforehand. Right. Also like Sydney from Scream. 
little simple things like that. Love it. Love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there really is so much you can do. Right. I, I know. Mean, you really, if you had time, like you said, you could just do so much. Definitely. It's so cool. Well, Too the cool ideas, not enough time. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the cool thing with with you and your personas, I'm sure, um, like the people who subscribe to you on OnlyFans would be fine with that kind of content all through the year. It's not like you need to, you know, it's Halloween and we get, you know, so <laughs> can't tell you how many times I posted fake blood. So the, the good, to go back to um, the song "Love," is there is there um, thoughts of an actual music video for that? Because I know right now it's just like a lyric or just a video with a, the picture up or whatever. Is there? Are you doing a music video for that? So I feel like that song, like the time already passed for it. Okay. Um, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. Um, the lyrics are kind of really messed up when you really think about it. But it was a very yeah, it was a traumatic relationship actually when you really hear the lyrics. But um, I feel like everything visually is already out there. And I don't yeah. really think it needs a music video. I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing now. And I feel like what's next is going to be better and actually deserves a music video. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's all that time too. You know, people create their own images in their head. Yeah. I was gonna say- you know, the way it used to be. And isn't it? I mean, it's kind of true. Any song with like love in the title is either kind of probably going to be pretty dark or pretty, pretty, pretty light, right? Like, yeah, love is not an easy thing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's one or the other, you know. Yeah. 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 Are you? Are you? Are you in love right now? Ooh. Last time I got interviewed, they asked me the same thing. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's like, oh Jesus. Um, no, I am not. I am on a self-healing journey. Oh. And- Healing on my own trauma because I don't want to put that on anybody else. <laughs> Believe me, I've been so, there. I've done it. So sure. yeah, it's it's hard. It's very hard. I will say that. <laughs> I kind of love yourself before you can leave, love someone else. I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately for me, I did a lot of that with, yeah, never mind. But <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> I, I didn't do it that. as solitude, solitudely as I should have. <laughs> never. Oh, not even a little bit. No. <laughs> but I got there. It just took a little, it just took a little while longer. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, okay. It's, Take it's all there. the time you need. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really you what it is. You fall in love with other things. You don't need to fall in love with a specific person for a romantic. Like, you can love your friends. You can love nature. You can love animals. You can love your music. You can love the podcast that you're doing right now. Like, there's just so much love that you can give out. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. Amen to that. Yeah. You can love Johnny Depp. Johnny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Any day of the week, baby. <laughs> as long as we're talking johnny depp we can we can kind of wrap up on this but where where did love for johnny depp come from where was where was the first time you saw him and nightmare on elm street right oh actually i think it was edward scissor (laughs) (laughs) okay honestly (laughs) okay but noticing that he was in nightmare on elm street i was like yeah definitely the the florida man that i would be in love with (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice did you watch the trial were you did you watch all that or yeah i watched the end of it and i was watching it at work and then when he like won most of it i was like johnny that one and everybody was like yeah <laughs> i was a person to announce the news obviously <laughs> nice that's awesome that's awesome uh well <laughs> team johnny there's <laughs> there's johnny trying to be in love and look what look look what it got him exactly sometimes it's just a yeah sometimes it's gonna get you shit in your bed you know i mean that's just the way it works (laughs) you just never know (laughs) oh yeah anyway (laughs) well thank you so much we'll let you uh promote whatever you want to promote and uh and uh go from there thank you so much for for taking some time with us or johnny of course it was a pleasure thank you guys and actually doing the research it's Oh, I gotta tell you, no, I was. Well, I want to ask you one more thing. Now that you say that, I was really excited for this one. I just, I do, I love all of, I, I love your photos. I, you know, yeah, I just love that whole bringing all of that together. So, here, appreciate that. Definitely, very excited to have you on. (laughs) Is there any story behind good luck? Oh, okay. So actually, I for some reason I had a love for like casinos and like just like the poker and vegas and like just the aesthetic of it um like burlesque shows and stuff so i think like good luck was more of like me trying to have a positive influence in my life 
like gambling life it wasn't like people take it like a sexual thing because it's like under my thigh whatever but I like back of me, your thighs right i just thought it looked good on that placement and <laughs> i just like those words like it's just good words you know what i mean i'm like putting positive things into my life and that's yeah it. Good absolutely luck. <laughs> absolutely every day good luck there good you go luck. good luck okay perfect all right promote away tell us where to find you where you know what's what you got coming up so and where many to find platforms you. yeah yeah so obviously every music platform instagram twitter facebook um you can find me under alina low life e-l-i-n-a-l-o life l-i-f-e and then on spotify you can find me under alina low awesome <laughs> perfect cool thank you, guys. thank you very much we appreciate it so much of course yeah appreciate you spending some time with us it was super fun awesome have a good night <laughs> enjoy halloween Bye. yeah happy you halloween <laughs> enjoy your show yes thank you for listening the tavern is closed for now but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time seriously though get your asses out of here Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.